party people, welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the RPG podcast built for two. I am your host as always, Jeff Stormer. This week I am joined by singer and voice actor Aaron Catano for a game of Dungeon Crawl Classics. DCC is an old school D&D hack designed specifically to go gonzo. Death is ever present, the gods are often fickle and violent, and magic is dangerous and often comes at a terrible cost. Specifically, we are playing a Dungeon Crawl Classics Level Zero Adventure, which the game calls The Funnel, because each player puts in 4 to 12 PCs and gets out 1 or 2 alive. Level Zero PCs are far from heroes. They are farmers, cut purses, ditch diggers, and grave diggers, desperate to survive in a world that's out to kill them. It's bleak, it's wild, and I love it. Now, speaking of magic, I should say we didn't use all the rules for Dungeon Crawl Classics. Spellcasting in Dungeon Crawl Classics is bonkers, and involves rolling on a separate table for every spell that you cast to get crazy results like suddenly you have a chicken head, or when you try to cast Magic Missile, six zombies come from the earth and drag you to your death. I love these rules, but I just plum forgot to use them in play. So, But if you buy the game, which you should, linked in the show notes, you'll see that, and it's the coolest. One last note about character names. Um, if you notice in the episode, some of the characters have unusual names for fantasy characters. That's because Aaron chose to make every character's name reference to some old in-joke between the two of us. It's silly and random, but I kind of love it at the same time. So I hope that you can tell how much I enjoy it in the episode itself. Now, rather than let me ramble on any further, and I could, because this game's amazing... Let me throw it over to me in the past so he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Hey, hey. My guest this week is Aaron Catano, one of my oldest friends in the world. Aaron, how you doing, buddy? I am doing great. Fabulously excited. I am super excited. Aaron, how long have we been playing tabletop games together? Oh, God. Uh, you're the one who yeah, dragged, right? <laughs> you dragged me into... Not dragged me. You willingly pulled me into a, a world A little bit of, of dragging. Yeah, into Dungeon Fantasy. God, we were probably like 18... It's been like Something a, like that, yeah. Uh, but yeah. We are playing Dungeon Crawl Classics. It is a, an old school D&D gonzo style hack. Uh, specifically, we are playing a level zero adventure, which is affectionately called The Funnel. It is called that because you put a lot of pieces in and one comes out. So uh, I'm going to explain a little bit of the background of this particular adventure, and then we'll meet your characters. Sound yes, good? Yes, that is a perfect. Okay. So um, the background here is this is a story of two towns, the trading post of Edsel Fritz and the dwarven mining colony of Dunhaven. Uh, they previously have had a very good relationship. Dunhaven mines gems and stuff. The dwarves there, they give them to the people of Edsel Fritz. They sell them. They give them back to the dwarves in exchange. Like with they, they take the money they've raised. They buy supplies. They give them back to the dwarves. They've had a very good arrangement for many, many years. A few months ago, the dwarves stopped showing up. It's assumed that they're dead mm. because why else wouldn't they? Why else would they just stop coming? Yeah. So Etzel Fritz, um, their economy dried up. Adventurers stopped coming by. So they've had to round up whoever could make the two day trip to the gates of Dunhaven, this mining community. Yeah. And they've these like dozen or so plus people have set up a, a small camp outside of the, the the doorway to the town of Dunhaven. Perfect. These are your characters. Oh, baby. There's been we an are. agreement made to go about four at a time. So let me ask you, uh, so the way that this works is you're going to be controlling four characters at a time. They are level zero. They are 
very weak. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. I'm and looking a lot at their of stats, them are going to die, and they are sad and pathetic. Oh yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> All right. I don't know if you can tell how excited I am for this. But this I, is I be can. Great. I, I I can smell the blood in the water already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, so like I said, you're going to be controlling four characters. So why don't you real briefly just go over like the uh, names and backgrounds, occupations of the four players you're going to be taking into the dungeon first. Perfect. Let's do it. First is the gambler. He's a dwarven blacksmith. <laughs> And he is accompanied by his three companions, Lucky and Wild and Bamferino, whose jobs are <laughs> they are cobblers, woodcutters, and ditch digger. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're all going to die. It's going to be great. No, I mean, I'm I don't want to kill any of these characters, no, but they're all going to die. Bamferino, Lucky and Wild and the Gambler, I'm telling you, are going to they're going to plow through this thing and survive to the very end. I God, I just. I put so much work into these people, surprisingly, as much as I could. And just knowing that they're going to die is, God, it's like, it's like raising and raising a flock of pigeons <laughs> and just balling them up into your hand and crushing them one by one. Oh. All right. The second group is uh, Rifle Sama, accompanied by Avery Gray, Ashley Fask, and Tommy C. Rifle Sama is a farmer, as is Avery Gray and Tommy C., and teen sensation Ashley Fask, a former D&D character of mine, is a halfling vagrant. The last group is Kudji, the legendary former bard, Ross Ravencamp, Justice Judicator, and Milo Malvis. And their jobs are Wizard's Apprentice, Baker, Dwarven Herder, and Gravedigger. <laughs> Baker. <laughs> Baker is my favorite. <laughs> Easy Baker. He has a pound of flour as his trade good. Yeah, they all have trade goods, which I think will probably come <laughs> up in play. But like, I know that the gravedigger just has a pound of grave dirt. Yeah, he has a pound of fine dirt. Fine dirt. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please, it is the finest grain. You're right. I I will think. I undersold the quality of the dirt. You're right. That was on me. Bamferino is going to make it using that fine dirt. Yeah. I'm telling you. Okay. So we begin... Uh, just inside of the dungeon door. It is a room about 50 feet by 30 feet, a rectangular room. It was once a very ornate foyer. There are, um, these statues of dwarves. And I should say, um, like, I should restate your objectives here. Um, if you can figure out what happened to the dwarves, the people of Etzelfritz would be very appreciative. If it does, if they are dead, like they suspect... Anything that you can bring back of value, because this will be, like, the last plunder of whatever remains they have, will at least keep your town afloat for some pitiful long time. So they sent, quite possibly, the worst and shittiest people to get the job done. They sent, literally, who they had. Anybody that could make that trip. Here's what I want you to, here's what I want you to keep in mind. The people back in Etzelfritz are worse than the people that are here. Oh, dear God. Like, not... It, okay, so basically it's an elderly community and we send everyone's <laughs> grandchildren out to be slaughtered. Would you please? Would you mind going out to the dungeon? But Grandma, it's like super dangerous. Hey, come on, we need to revitalize the town. I'm a baker, for Christ's sake. I'm gonna die. You're basically sending me to my grave. Yeah, good, so we're on the same page. Yeah, <laughs> 
So, so you the the four of you, the gambler, Lucky Wild, and Bamferino, <laughs> enter into the dungeon. And right. what was once a grand foyer welcoming outsiders and bidding farewell to dwarven travelers is in ruin. These ornate statues have been knocked over and are covered in dust. Columns and finery have been smashed all around. And the thing that jumps to your, jumps immediately to your attention is there are three dwarven corpses on the floor uh, with their bodies slashed open and bloody sigils are smeared around, like are smeared all around the room. All right. Um, Bamferino, as a grave digger, uh, I know will definitely feel the need to approach them. Okay. And he's going to invest. He, he's, he's had his fair share of corpse corpses sure so he's gonna go and uh i guess do i have to roll an investigation yeah yeah make me a, an intelligence or wisdom roll whichever is higher um okay. and you can re- roll twice because the way that occupations work i think i can't find the exact rule in the rule book and if it's not in the rule book yeah. i'm just gonna say it is right now is instead of having concrete skills your character's occupation gives them a certain degree of things that they can roll twice on and take the higher result Hell so because yes. you justified right. it with Bamferino's background, roll twice and take the higher result to see if you Let's can go. understand what what happened, like what this whole situation with the bodies. All right. Well, his intelligence is 11, gives him a lovely plus zero. So let's go. A two. Good job, Bamf. <laughs> and an 18. Hell Whoa, yeah. All right. He's combing those. Yeah. His eyes literally glow as he stands in like a DBZ stance yeah. and scans these bodies like. He's got, like, a Sherlock Holmes pipe, and he's just, like, going to town <laughs> on it. Like, well, you see what happened to these bodies is this is clearly uh, a mystical ritual. Specifically, Bamferino knows because of his knowledge of, like, burial rituals, being around people that perform rituals, he, he, he knows that this is uh, an old dwarven ritual. Old Dwarven, also known as Mad Dwarven, because before the Dwarves discovered science, they believed in some heinous things. So this is an old Mad Dwarven ritual of zombification. Oh, God in heaven. Um, That specifically, um, I should specify, I should ask you, what time did the group first enter into the dungeon? Well, I'm going to say that we, we were up at dawn because all of our grandmothers kissed us goodbye as they woke up and we sent us on our way. So I'm going to say dawn. It's like the sun is okay, just rising. Great. Fabulous. So yeah. what Bamferino knows, and this is very helpful, is that this ritual requires the light of the moon to really like. Well, oh, thank fucking God. <laughs> oh, thank fucking God. So for now, these are just these are just corpses. However, do they have anything on them? Like, are these, like, armored or something? Because I know I won't have any, like, specialization. They're just, like, like dwarven commoners, so they're wearing the same kind of shitty tunics that you're wearing. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> I'm just reaching for straws. Sure, no, I understand completely. No, you're, you're playing the game right by literally being paranoid and trying to take every advantage you can get. I'm, I'm sitting on my bed sweating. <laughs> like, I don't want them to die. So you have these these corpses that you know are going to, at the light of the moon, turn into zombies. Okay. Unless you can figure out a way to not have that happen. Okay, so the gambler is a dwarven blacksmith. 
Okay. Do, does he have any knowledge of this? I guess that's another intelligence roll or something. Yeah, make me another intelligence roll. Roll it twice. Take the higher result. All right. So the gambler is intelligence plus zero. Hell yeah. Let's go. You're 17 and three. Oh, fuck. They're so smart. <laughs> My babies are so smart. Yeah. He actually, um, he does. He does. There's, um, the dwarf, there's a, um, there's an old dwarven... Sailor shanty? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah, there's an old dwarven sailor shanty that is um, passed around, and you know how, like, the poem Ashes to Ashes is actually morbid as fuck? Yeah. It's, it's the same kind of thing, where it's something that, like, a lot of dwarven kids will chant, mm-hmm. Without and then it's only in like adulthood where a select few of them will think back and be like, "Wow, that was a horrific poem." Yeah. So the poem that he knows is to bring a zombie to your side, give taste of grave that's been denied. Fuck. Well, I think um, Bamferino, after hearing this is immediately going to spread his fine dirt over the corpses and give them the proper burial they deserve. All right. So um, at the moment, nothing happens. Shit. Um, all right. I think I want to move forward. I want to move on then. Is there another room? Okay. I got to, I want to, yeah, gotta... there are, there are four, um, four exits to the room and also make me a wisdom roll for your dwarf. Okay. Roll twice. Take the higher result. Okay, let's go. There are doors to the East and West. Okay. And then there are open hallways to the north and south. You got an 11. Okay. Yeah, there are four doorways. I'm going to go west. Okay. Got a, lucky and wild give each other a high five because they got a tingling in the belly. The left west is the, the way, the safest way. So you open the door and it, it, it jams for a second and opens with a massive creak. And you're greeted by the overwhelming smell of pollen. If you weren't allergic to pollen, you are a little bit right now, just because of how much there is that hits you in the face. Everyone's crying. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, uh, There is, you're greeted by um, a mass, uh, a garden, a small, but like spacious garden. So it's about 10 feet wide, like 10 feet wide in front of you. And then it stretches, it stretches maybe 30 feet in both directions to the, to your sides. Make sense? Yes. What kind of plants? Just flowers? Yeah, yeah. Like decorative flowers. So like this is a this is a show garden, but they've all been they've all just overgrown and are just covered with creeping vines and weeds. Okay. Um is God, is there another door in the room? Okay. No, this is no, there's no other door in this room. Oh, Christ. Okay. Um I'm going to, I guess, investigate or spot. Is there a spot investigating this? Same thing? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you just roll a wisdom roll. Yeah. Right, let's do it. Let's get that popping. And do any of your characters' backgrounds give them knowledge into, like, botany or anything like that? Lucky is a woodcutter. So he spent his fair share of time in the woods, but I don't know about uh, botany. I mean, he just, he's just a burly lumberjack, I guess. I'll give trees. him, I'll, I'll give him this. I'll give him, I'll give it, I'll give him this. All right, I mean, the motherfucker rolled a 19. <laughs> yeah, so you really didn't even need it, but no. Lucky just kind of like once again him and Wild. He just hugs Wild and like just gets inspired. It's just fist bumps, man. Yeah, all day. Passenger seat. 
Monster is it Monster Mash? Is that the forearm thing? What? What do you call like the thing where they hit forearms? I don't know, but I kind of want to call it like the Mark McGuire Buff Bagwell Body Bump. Like the I don't know. We'll call him. Yeah, then you guys do the Mark Bagwell Buff Mark Mark McGuire Buff Bagwell Body Bump. He's like picking flowers up. What I'm gonna say is. It's almost entirely like show plants, like I said, or just weeds at this point. Okay. However, you do cut away a um like a like a grove of weeds to find a small cropping of a healing herb. Okay. That that uh if ground up just right can be turned into a healing salve that can recover one D four hit points. Oh god, yes. However, it would require like essentially a crafting roll. Before you could use them. Oh, God. Okay. Perfect. So I got my... What's the name of it? Yeah. The Catalina. (laughs) It's a Catalina plant. The old Catalina. Got it. Yeah. All right. So I got some Catalina. Perfect. All right. Um, Can I leave this room? Yes. Yes. You can go back the way you came into the main hall. I'm going. And then, like I said, there are open hallways to the north and south and a doorway to the east. I'm going to go in the doorway to the east. I've been... Okay. I'm having good luck with these doorways. This one is a thick stone doorway that you kind of, that like all four of you have to get against and like shove because it hasn't moved in so long. If I put my ear against it, do I hear anything? In fact, let me find out. Okay. They're going to make it. I have, (laughs) they are, this is it, Jeff. Like, you know, I foiled your plans. (laughs) Lucky and wild can't be stopped, dude. Neither can... Farino is a legendary baseball player. Farino is a legendary baseball player. Based on a thrift store t-shirt. Yeah, we found this t-shirt at the thrift store. <laughs> and it said Farino on it. I think we bought it on the spot. Yeah, and we crafted an elaborate story of a young Latino boy uh, named B- the great Farino, who, well, it's basically a film based on the legend of the Farino, which is true in uh, some circles of the Mount Holly yeah. lore. Yeah, what? where he rose wasn't to the, the occasion. and Wasn't it? It was the Bada Booms. That was the name of the baseball team. Holy motherfuck. It was the Bada Booms. And Bamferino, um, he hit the game-winning Grand Slam that ended up paying for his mother's cancer research and treatment. Yeah, it was a really beautiful story. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, you do hear something. Okay, what? Let me see exactly what you hear. <laughs> Actually, make me a wisdom roll to see what you hear. All right. I'm going to go with, uh, God, all of them have plus zero, so let's do this. I have 13. Any of them have a background that might help? I mean, I got a blacksmith, a cobbler, a woodcutter, and a ditch digger. So no. No, they're useless. Okay. You hear shuffling on the other side. Like I said, it's a big stone door, so you don't hear much, but you hear some shuffling on the other side of the door. All right, I'm not going to open this one because I have okay. a feeling some kind of zombie or skeleton is just going to impale all four of them like a shish kebab <laughs> like at the same time. So I'm going to go with the pathway to the south. Okay. Shuffling. something real quick before I do that. Shuffling behind the door. Like I would go behind there. Lucky and Wild have escaped the police hundreds of times in their car. You think they're going to fall for that one? They might. Shuffle. And you never know. Shuffle. You never know. Maybe there's a 
Maybe there's some treasure back there that's just a shuffle and lucky. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> okay. So you go to the doorway. You go to the doorway through, to the south. It's like a 10-foot entryway that leads into another long room about 30 feet wide and 50 feet long. Okay. And this room is... It's pretty big. Ooh, this is exciting. Oh, Christ. Don't <laughs> so the room is a, a mead hall. You see the long right. table and, like, beer steins are sort of around. And there's a big fireplace in one corner. Like a is pot. it lit? Um, it is. There are embers burning in it. It's like a potbelly stove, and you can see through the grating, like the the fire on the inside. Okay. Um, it's largely now. However, what what it you can tell that it used to be a meat hall, but now it seems lined like there are just stacks of books, like uh, grimoires and textbooks and things. Like scrolls that are like scrolls unfurled and have knives stabbed in them and all sorts of like it like study stuff. It's been converted into some sort of massive study. Yeah, to some sort of like cram session for bros. Like yeah, dungeon bros. Dungeon bros. Where <laughs> fuck this scroll? Stab. All right, so everybody's chilling. Dungeon, the dungeon bros is the name of the party of one discussion podcast that happens <laughs> after. <laughs> Where we all reflect on our decisions. Yeah. Dungeon yeah, we just bros. talk about it. Coming May 2016. Dungeon Bros. Join so, us. So, <laughs> make me a... Make me a dexterity check. Using okay. your, the highest dexterity in the group. Oh, hell yeah. Wild's got a plus mother F and one. Let's go. All right. <gasps> got an eight. Uh-oh. All right. <laughs> so, so, did you say it was lucky or wild? Uh, it was definitely wild. Wild, like, puts every, he puts his hand across everyone else's chest, and he's like, I got this. Takes one step, slips on a beer stein, and, like, hits the ground. Clambers oh, no. to his feet, just in time for the three dwarves sitting at a table to look up at you. And each oh, all reach for, like, ceremonial knives. I didn't even see raining. them. I didn't even see them. <laughs> yeah, no, you see them now. So Shit. like you're not caught by surprise. It's just you weren't able to like get the jump on them, so to speak. Okay. They Got reach it. for knives. They're wearing these tattered, almost like flax robes. Okay. Like potato sack robes, almost, but they're like done up like sacrament. Uh oh, we got we got cult dwarf bros. <laughs> <laughs> they're on the. We got skull and bones. All right. All right. Then we're rolling it. Let's do this initiative, Jeff. All right. <laughs> Uh, roll me each of their dexterity. Okay, no problem. Eight is the gambler is eight. Okay, let me write that down. And, all right, the wild. Oh, wild. God, ooh, wild, that 18. Let's go. Got high hopes he's going to make it, even if he did slip on the mill banana peel. Lucky for, I got a 12. Okay. Um, and the great Bamferino. Oh, Christ, your agility is terrible. Got a two! Bamf got a two. Ugh, okay. The not-so-great Bamferino. Okay. So first up is Wild. What's All Wild right. gonna do here? Wild is... Oh, God. Uh, how far are they away from me? Yeah, currently they are... I'm gonna look at the map. They are, I'd say, about... About... 30 40 feet so they'll be there they'll it'll take them a turn or so to catch up to catch up to where you guys are 
All right. Um, how far away these scrolls that are pinned to the wall with ceremonial um, daggers? They're kind of around. You could get to one, like, on your turn and have time to, like, grab it. Okay, are they zombies? Just the dwarves? Yeah, are they just No, the they regular? are just, just plain-ass dwarves. All right, they're Which I guess, which technically, I guess, answers the question of whether the dwarves are alive. Yeah, I think, hmm. <laughs> I think it does. All right, so dwarf But, you know, it also raises many more questions. It does. All right, so Wild, uh, oh God, the meek cobbler. He is going to, I'm going to have him run to the ceremonial dagger and pull it off okay. the scroll. Okay. And he's going to pocket the scroll, too. Okay, you grab the dagger. Are you going to Are you going to read over the scroll now, or are you going to? God, uh, yes. Okay. Well, then I'm going to need him to make. An intelligence one? No, I'm going to need him to make a willpower saving throw. Okay. Um, okay, in this game, yes. it told me that there are strength, agility, stamina, pers- personality, intelligence, luck. Okay. Hold on. I need to remember how saving throws work. Okay. So you have a... So you're going to roll 1d20 plus 0. Um, <laughs> you can add your... Add his personality to it if he has personality. Great. <clears throat> Subtract minus 1. Yeah, so you're rolling 1d20 plus- minus 1. Perfect. A fucking 17. Oh, wow. Okay. Wild cannot be stopped, Okay, Jeff. yeah. So um, he reads the <laughs> scroll and the eye, his eyes roll back in his head and he starts speaking <laughs> in tongues. And suddenly, like, from the scroll, from the scroll, there are, um, like, essentially ghosts come out of the scroll and start just screeching. And everyone is grabbing their head and screaming and everyone is in agony. Everyone including the frat dwarves? Everyone including the frat dwarves. Ooh, nice. Uh, three, three of these, like, smoke ghosts come rising out of the, uh, the, uh, the thingamabob. Okay. All right. All right, perfect. Are they, are they on my side? Um. Like, are they? They're, they, they circle wild at first, but then they disperse in other directions. It seems like wild is safe from their, like, as the summoner, he is safe from their call. Hell Yes. Um, do I is speaking still a free action this turn, or did I already do too much? <clears throat> no, no, you can speak. All right, I want to command them. Attack those frat dwarves! Even though I refuse to give any of these people actual character voices because they might not make it. That's fair. Uh, well, you 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 try to make that command, but what comes out is just like an and a sea of mad gibbering. As the, as the ghosts yeah exactly as the, dwarves, as the ghosts <laughs> sorry two of them one of them flies at one of the dwarves yes he's going to make a saving throw okay so one of them the, it lets out a scream and his eyes oh, burst in his yes. head and eye juice and blood oh, goes man. everywhere and i think wild is terrified wild is a mere cobbler so <laughs> blood is dripping from his ears his beard is thick with froth and blood. Holy shit. Which makes it very frightening that, based on the dice that I rolled, the other two go for the gambler. <laughs> oh, God in heaven. Oh, God, I accidentally summoned ghosts. All right. So I need you to make two save, actually one saving throw with a DC of, a willpower saving throw, a DC of 14. Okay. 
you said wisdom. So I, should I use like intelligence or something or yeah. personality? All right. So uh, personality. Gambler, right? Wisdom, personality is subbed okay. out by, yeah. So wisdom is personality. Stamina is wisdom. I mean, personality is wisdom. All right. D20 plus one. Go. A10. Okay. Hold on you one second. No no Vendroda. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, the, the, uh, the ghost will the gambler. And begin their their scream, and his veins feel like they're about to burst as he takes two damage. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. I was expecting blood pours from his anus. He reeks a liquid of pus and gore. Perfect. He survived. He lived. And he honestly says... He's on the ground convulsing, but as then, then they disperse and the ghosts are gone perfect oh thank and he's just God. he's still convulsing but he's able to climb to his feet uh so the next on the initiative is one of the dwarves can so he's, the gambler can the gambler get to his feet and just say no when run <laughs> yes <laughs> yes <laughs> that's okay that's all, I, that's all i had to say all right frat dwarf so he runs he sees that the gambler is on the ground convulsing. He's going to run at him. He's not going to make it all the way. Okay. But he is he is babbling. He is babbling, blood for Zorthak! Blood for Zorthak! As he is just running at him. <laughs> Shit. So next is, um, I think the other two dwarves both go next. Wait, isn't one, is one dead? There are four? There are four, yeah. Oh, Christ almighty. Oh, wait, no, all I right. think... One of you, yeah, no. Lucky goes next. Okay, perfect. With his DC, his uh, yeah, his deck. He rolled a twelve. Okay, yeah. All right. So, Lucky, how close is uh Lucky to the fireplace? Uh, the fireplace is on the far side of the room. You'd have to make a run, but you could make it if you ran and then do something on his next turn. They wouldn't get like an attack of opportunity, would they? Would I have to run past them? No, 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 not really. And that's the only. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's the only fire in the room. Yeah, it's in the bark. It's in the corner. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm gonna go for there it. There is also a um. There's the in terms of entrances and exits. Uh, I'm gonna explain those real quick as well. Yeah. Uh, on the side of the room that you're currently at, on the far eastern side, there's a stairway going down. Oof. In the far no, I can't do in it. the far west corner. There's the fireplace. Yeah. Okay. And then in the far east corner, there is a doorway leading east. All right. I'm going to make a... Oh, Christ. What do you even do? Um, no, Lucky cannot leave Wild behind. He refuses. Okay. So he's going to make a break for the fireplace. Okay. He makes a break for the fireplace. So next up are the dwarves. One of them is going gonna, is gonna, is gonna to jump, is going to make a dive as Lucky runs by. No, he rolls in twelve. He rolls an eleven. Do they have ACs? Like, what is their armor class? Uh, the armor class of the dwarves? No, my boys. Like any of these oh, um, shitlings. Ten plus their dexterity. Okay, all right. So his AC is nine. So he hits him for four damage. No, no. The first to go is lucky. Well, he's dying. He's not dead yet. He's at minus one. He's still, he's dying. All right. So he's what? Stabbed can, or just tackled? 
stabbed. Like, he tackled him and has begun stabbing him. <laughs> oh, God. Wild has begun crying. And Lucky is just like, <laughs> oh, Jesus, oh, God. Yeah. Great. That was a great turn. So the other dwarf, the last dwarf, is going to, let's see, Gambler is convulsed, has a guy running at him, is going to run at Wild and not make it all the way. Okay. As Wild is speaking in tongues. Now he's a goddamn summoner. All right. So, God, is it Banferino's turn, finally? Yes. All right. I think Banferino is gonna... Shit. (laughs) How many scrolls are stuck to the wall? You'd have to make, at this point, to find one that would be, uh, to, like, find one that would be legible, you'd have to make, like, a, um, I guess, intelligence check. Okay, so the the corpse, the one with the bloody beard, blew out his eyes with the power of ghost. Um, yeah. How close is the great Bamferino to him? You could get there this turn. Oh, let's go. I want that ceremonial dagger. Okay, so you get there and you pick up the dagger and that's Bamf's turn. All right. We come back up to the top. Wild is now back on his feet. The spell has has worn off. He sees his friend being stabbed to death in the corner. Oh, you know. You know he's going to... Will he get like a... If he's like, what is he, straddling uh, Lucky and just stabbing his brains out? Yeah, screaming blood for Zorthak. All right, well, I'm going to get some blood for Lucky, and I'm going to run over there. And can I try to like coup de gras him, like slit his throat from behind or something? I'm going to say you can roll, you have advantage for your attack, so you can roll twice and take the higher result. Because I'm using it all as a dagger, so, all right. Yeah. So, God, there are attack rolls, like, how does this even work? Like, what is, what is the attack roll, like, plus what for a train to zero, right? Uh, plus, um, it is. zero. Even though this has become a fucking bloodbath bar brawl. It really has. They have. It really has. They have plus zero. Yeah, knew it. All right. So you're Wild's rolling gonna... twice and taking the highest result. <laughs> Lucky! All right, we got a seven. Okay. <laughs> that, was the, that was the highest result? Oh, you know it, baby. <laughs> okay, just making sure, because that's not high. I know it's not. <laughs> okay. Um. So the dwarf that was running at the gambler makes it to the gambler and is going to make an attack. No. Wait, what? I thought... Okay, so he just misses. He runs over to the guy stabbing Lucky and just whiffs. Yeah. Spins on his heels with a dagger in his hand, just twirls in a circle. And is like, oh, Jesus, Lucky, no. (laughs) He runs at him, and the dwarf, because he's screaming, Lucky, no! The dwarf stands up and, like, blocks his all with his ceremonial dagger. And the two of you have a surprisingly badass, like, dagger sword fight, considering that the two of you are schmucks. Sparks are flying, veins are, like, wild. He's a cobbler. Like, his forearms are pretty jacked. They're pretty beefy. Yeah, so, like, this looks really cool. I gotta say. It looks very cool. Yeah, thank you. And there's, like, a like smoke or like a dust flies out away from them when their daggers strike. Like the, yeah. the impact was so strong because you know there's that there's like a flash and then there's just the shot of them holding daggers against each other exactly. and like you get the zoom out. Yeah, it's Hell anime yeah. as fuck. Yes. Alright. Okay. So the one that's gonna run at the gambler and make his attack. Perfect. He rolls a seventeen. <laughs> what? How? How does that even No happen? seven. Seven. I right, read it right. wrong. It was this a seven. What's their armor class again? 10 plus their dexterity. Oh, God, thank God I got a nine. <sighs> okay. 
So he runs, and the gambler knows when to fold him and, like, ducks out of the way and runs runs to the side. Gambler, he broke even. That's what he says as he makes his dodge. All right. All right. Um, then is, um, then Lucky... Lucky's gonna roll to stabilize his wounds so okay. that he no longer further dies. What is that again? God, I've never had anyone. He, does, he did. He's, he's, he's stable. <laughs> oh, shit. I just rolled it here. He's stable. Hell yeah. So what am I at? Zero? Like, you're at minus one. Yeah, you're, no, you're, you're at zero, so he's unconscious. <laughs> right. KO'd. That's a good turn, Luck. He's gonna make it. I'm telling you, you can't stop these two. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the, the wild dwarf sword fight continues. <laughs> A flurry of blows. He rolls an eight. That ain't gonna get it done. Wait, it's is it really my agility? Yeah. Holy shit! This motherfucker's armor class is fourteen. What is this? What is his agility? Thirteen. Oh, it's ten plus your agility bonus. Oh, so it's eleven. Yeah, that ain't bad. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I mean, just no, the plus it's all one. good. Eleven. He's God. He has made some. He's wearing shoe armor. His, <laughs> his shirt is just made of fucking leather shoes, and then he's tough as nails. Beautiful shoes, <laughs> varying sizes and shapes, like pumps and heels and boots. Yeah, you hit a crock and it bounces right off that rubbery crock. <laughs> okay, can't stop. Him. So the final dwarf. The final dwarf goes. Hold on, I have to remember what happened to the, where the final dwarf is at. He's running at Banff, I think, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, so he's yeah. going to run at Banff and make his attack. Okay. He rolls a six. Well, that's going to do it. Is it really? Damn it. Yeah, my agility is minus one. Wait, so it's wait, it's 10 minus... Oh, 10 minus your modifier. No, that doesn't yeah, do it. Yeah, it's a base of 10 minus plus or minus no, your modifier. Banfarino's got corpse armor, and it's just covered in limbs. Banfarino takes his, like, shovel, I think he has, and just... He's goddamn right. It's like the scene in the Mystery Men when he just twirls the shovel. <laughs> oh, God. Look what you brought. <laughs> you brought Mystery Men into this fantasy land. Now it can't leave. It can't. Now the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen has to show up, and I demand robot bugs. <laughs> it's gonna, they're coming. They uh, are coming. Perfect. It's going to be All great. Right, so he spins that shit. Clank! Blocks that dagger. All right. So it's now uh, Banfarino's turn. Hell, yes, he's going to counterattack. You know, I've, I haven't thrown a single attack yet. It's in like two. Banfarino, as his shovel, which is a staff class, by the way, he's going to rear it back and just try to clobber him with a... I want to hit him with the edged part. Okay. Like, yeah. All right, so their attack is what? Is it a d20 plus zero? Let's yeah, d20 plus their strength. Just their strength plus one. Banfarino, you're unstoppable. A nine. All right, so he stopped. He has stopped. Damn it! Um, we go back up to Wild. We're back in this knife fight. Oh, you're goddamn right. All right, Wild. Uh, God, his only trade good is a shoehorn, and I don't know how good that's going to do me right now, as I'm not trying to like help him get on his dwarf <laughs> boots. So I'm just going to go. It's brawl. Hell All yeah, right. let's do it. Um, can I? No, there's no healing. I'm not. Can I cast Lay on Hands on Lucky? <laughs> Um, right. you have that, you have that Catalina if you, if you want to try to grind it up just right, but you're currently no. in a knife fight. So yeah, fuck that. One does not run from a knife. No, you don't bring Catalina to a knife fight, Jeff. You don't. You brawl. Let's go. All right, let's do it. Oh, wild. Roll the 10. 
Um, that does he's he's blocking every shot. Ting 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 ting. All right, and he's gonna come. No, this one's fighting. The next one's fighting the gambler, yeah. and he rolls a nineteen. No, he does. He no. does. No, he deals the gambler five damage. <laughs> Somewhere <laughs> in the darkness. Yeah, gambler is now at minus three. All right. So, what's the part of the song, Jeff, where they're on the train? He realizes he's dead. Somewhere in the darkness, the gambler he broke gambler even. Bro- yeah, and he says, "Looks like this time the gambler didn't break even." And then the yeah. knife goes right in his gut. <laughs> oh God! And he just... But can we can we make it so he grabs his wrist and he gives him a wink? Yeah. Like on his way out. Like because like, the gambler still has to teach the guy a lesson, so he grabs the frat guy's wrist and he winks at him before he drifts off into that good sleep. Make me a charisma roll and roll it twice. <laughs> You got it. All right. His personality is fucking plus one. Let's do it. All right. We got a 14. All right. So it's a 15 total? 14. 14 14 total. total. Um, I'm going to roll for him. So he stops. He stabs you. You wink. And he stops for a second. (laughs) And he looks at the dagger. And that guy takes off running. Because he had a moral <laughs> crisis. <laughs> the gambler got him. <laughs> You've got... And as he's running, he hears the echoing. You've got to know when to hold on. When to hold, hold on. Here's the chorus part. The little backup singer. All right. Well, gambler is the first to officially fucking croak. Yeah, he's still... He's dying. But he's at minus three, Jeff. <laughs> he stabilizes. I'm rolling real well with okay. this one dice. God, hell, you can't stop them. Jeff. But I'm then telling the, you, they're see, but the challenge it. is you're going to have to drag their bodies out <laughs> and then give them medical <laughs> treatment. Yeah, by the time the moon rises, too, there'll be zombies at the door to just eat my flesh. All right, that's fine. They'll do it. So that. next up is the dwarf that's in the knife fight. Knife fight. Yeah, let's do it. He rolls a 16. No, he doesn't. Stop it. Stop fudging rolls. I'm not fudging anything. <laughs> okay, I know. Uh, Four damage. Know that can... Oh, God. <laughs> He's at minus one. Uh, Wild, can you can you at least, after this epic fucking duel, can you give me some, some juicy flavors of this fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you're in, like, it went from a sword fight to a straight-up knife fight. So you're, like, circling each other and doing the stab, yeah. stab, ha, <laughs> And like the same beer stein that he slipped on earlier. Yeah. He oh, steps no. on it. He steps on it and it rolls his ankle just a minute and he looks down and that's all it takes. No. That's all it takes. And it gets him like he gets him close and he's got the dwarf has him in his arms like a, like the knife fight West Side story. No. And he just whispers, You were you were an honorable opponent. And Wild spits in his face. <laughs> Just blood and spit. And he's like, well, that was rude. I was showing respect. And he throws him to the ground. Where I come from, the only respect is on the road. Ugh. All right. So, he's a minus um, one. God damn it, Jeff. So there's one person left. Bamferino, the great Bamferino. So how many dwarves are left? Two? Two dwarves yeah, left? There's, 
two dwarves left. All right. Um, God damn it. I think you can always I, run. I was just about to say, no, the great Bamfarino does not run Jeff. Okay. I'm just saying that's a, that's a valid strategy. No, it's not, not for great. Look, Bamfarino has a personality. He's like him. Lucky and wild. They've all got personalities. They develop through this story. Bamfarino is gonna, oh, shit, do I, should I run? No, I'm going to, I'm going to avenge my fallen comrades. We had some good talks in okay, that Southern okay. hallway. All right. Well, then it is I'm your gonna, turn. I'm going to attack. attack the knife fight one who's currently holding him. And he's going to say, yeah. how many bullets, Chino? How many bullets? All right. So he takes a swing. You can roll twice because yeah. <laughs> he's distracted <laughs> by honoring yep. his fallen comrade. <laughs> All right. Oh. All right. We've got a, six, a one and a 16. So okay. Thank, so he hits thank- him. Yes! Alright, what is damage on a shovel? Um, it is a club, I think. It's a staff. A staff, okay. Does it does it have magic damage? No. It's a shovel. <laughs> he hits him with a staff is a... You take his head off. <laughs> Do I really? I just rolled it. Yeah, you take his head off. How? How? You deal, four da- you deal four damage, and he had two. Wait, I didn't roll for damage. I rolled it. <gasps> oh, my. Bamferino. So you, you cave in his head. With a, which is one mighty swing of your shovel. That How dwarf goes bullets, down. Chino? How many bullets? That dwarf goes down. Fuck yeah. Does Bamferino, like, immediately level up and become, like, a god? Yeah, if he survives this, he might. Holy shit. All right, so there's one dwarf left, and Bamferino's covered in blood. One dwarf left is going to come at Bamferino. I have to remember where. Let's do it. Okay, yeah, he's going to come at you, take a swing. He gets a six. All right. You're still in it. You got to just spin on your heels. Do a whirlwind strike. It fucking hit. It fucking hits me, Jack. Does it a six? No, it doesn't. I thought you had a nine, a nine AC. Yes, Oh shit! Yes, he's got nine. I'm sorry. I keep looking at their actual agility, and I was like, "Yeah, no." He spins on his heels, and Bamferino just spins, and then he turns into a shovel, fucking Larry. All right, roll me that attack. And he, oh please, Jesus! And this is plus my strength, yeah. right? Let's do it, Bamf. The great Bamferino rolls a twelve. Um, that hits. Roll me a d4. Oh shit! Oh, this is it. This is it. This is plus strength. Yeah. Oh my god. He rolls a two. <laughs> Aaron. No. Yes. <laughs> Bamferino knocks this dwarf out. And is left standing alone <laughs> in this room. You can't stop my people. Bamferino is the great Bamferino. Didn't I say he hit the home run, Jeff? <laughs> he, he hit a grand slam. And it paid for his mother's treatment. He did. He's got a lot at stake. So, yeah, so you're now alone in this room. The shuffling that you heard from the hallway before has turned into, like, shouting and scraping of metal. Okay, okay, so in this game, though, is this, like, like, do you, God, all right, before, just, this is, this is off the record. What is the wrestling game for N64 that's, like, the best one? Was it Warzone? It was NWO game? Uh, Attitude, I think. The one that has the best Royal Rumble. Oh, I don't remember. You know what I'm talking about, right? Another one you're so talking about, this, though. I think it's No Mercy. Yes. Is it okay? So is this game like basically No Mercy, where as soon as someone gets knocked out, like somebody else runs into the ring and takes their spot? 
No, no, no. It's just that there was a thing next door and there was a loud fight that happened. No, I mean more characters like Rifle Sama, Avery Gray, and Ashley. Oh, Fast. no, you have to go back. You have to go back outside and like. You're shitting. Tell them. You're shitting me. Oh, my. So you have to make like a dash to the dash back up that hallway. Okay. To the next room over where the stairs are and then run out the stairs back out to your camp. Oh, my God. I have to do it. Like, he has to. He's all alone. But then your friends are still dying. Like, you could all, like... What am I going to do? I don't know. It's up to you. Okay, so, I'm a ditch digger. Like, I, I... This is my shit right here. So, first of all, I want to take the robes off of the dwarves... Okay. ...and try to fit them on my dead... On my comrades. Okay. Um, I'm going to say... That they fit on the gambler, I'm assuming. They fit on all of them. Like, they fit more or less. They're pretty loose. Or they're weirdly shaped because they're for dwarves, and these are not. And <laughs> two, at least one of them's not. Or two of them are not dwarves. They got wide hips. So the. But. And then as you're doing the last one, the doorway to the east. Yeah. Opens. You're shitting me. You took time to dress your friends in robes. Oh, this must be a fucking sprint. All right. So is Banferino in a robe? No. What? Unless uh, you want, if you want to put on a robe first. I yeah, mean, I do. No, absolutely. Like okay. Manfarino, you always dress yourself before you dress someone else. That's just safety okay. 101. Yeah, then he has plus one to his armor class. Um, Some, like I'm going to say a uh, group of orcs come in. Okay. They stop and they look at you. And uh, they they stop and they have their weapons and they look at you and they look at the dwarves and they look at your friends. And one of them steps up and is just like, what happened here? We were attacked. We were studying for blood for Zor. We were studying the text of Zorthak and we were attacked. So there's about, um, there are three, three orcs. Okay. One of them wearing what is obviously like officers, like orc mercenary officers gear and the other two to dress like grunts. Okay. The two grunts, like, try to rush you, and he puts his hands out. And he, like, holds them back. Okay. Son, you have one try to tell me something that's not going to get these me and my friends to murder you like we've been murdering these dwarf cult things. Okay. You need to find just the right words, or else I'm going to move my arms. To, wait, to, <clears throat> so they've been murdering the dwarves? That's what he okay. said. Um... Um, can I roll a personality check? Just like help my chances yeah. of doing this. Yeah, 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 absolutely. He's got a plus zero, so he's at least got some charms. Yeah, I don't want one. to tell you what it is, Jeff, because I think you have to. It's a one. He okay. literally says "fuck orcs." <laughs> like that's one of the worst possible thing you can say. Yeah. So, um. Go ahead. I'm going to assume you're going to run right oh, now. Oh, God, yes. I'm making a break the way I came in. Okay. Roll me a dexterity. Oh, great. Banferino's strong point is not his dexterity. He's got... We Just a, like, mad dash out of the room. Let's do it. <sighs> a fucking one. But a two, two minus one. So a fucking, like, not natural one. But yeah, he ain't, okay. he ain't doing well. So, so they... um. You're on the steps. You get to the steps before they, like, catch up to you. And they have their swords drawn, and they've surrounded you. Pamferino, oh. no. Like, you can see outside, and, like, you can tell, like, your camp is nearby. Yeah. <laughs> but you're, like, surrounded. Oh, my God, no. 
No. Um, I'm going to try, I guess, to push through the one guy and try to make it out the door. Okay. So uh, make me a strength check. <sighs> Fucking. And if you fail this, you're going to take yeah, damage. You know I failed it. It's a six. Okay. Right, my rolls are great. My rolls are matching. You push characters. through, but you push through, but you take one damage. <gasps> oh my. All right. I got one health. Yeah, so Bamverino like collapses on the ground of the camp. The orcs follow suit, but there no! are now like fifteen people yeah. like staring him down. Yeah. Okay. So some time passes. Okay. It is now late evening. Oh, mother of God. The twilight. Of course. Of course it is. Like early evening. It's yeah, like yeah. six thirty. It's like okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. That's not zombie time. So it's like just oh. beginning to become twilight. Are we in the summertime? Um early autumn. The uh, leaves have changed. Fabulous. Great. Early so it's twilight. It's like early twilight early twilight. Okay. The light right. has begun to change. Alright, perfect. Okay. So Banfrino lived. Technically. He lived. Holy shit. And I the came out with not. what a robe and a ceremonial dagger. Yeah. In Holy fact, shit. let me calculate your XP. Holy shit, the great Bamferino. You technically... What a have, battle! You may have technically won the funnel, and we could just continue going if you want, but... I told you this was the group! This was it! Yeah, Bamferino definitely levels to level one. Oh, fuck yes. I got the Bamf. Let's yeah, they all get... Everybody theoretically got 150 experience, and you need 100 experience to get up to level one. Oh my god, a grave digger. See, this, this is it. We started from the bottom over here. So All yeah, right. so um, so it's if you want to, if you want to, if you want to keep Bamferino in the adventure or save him for a future episode, oh, I want to save him. Okay, that. no, I'm not risking him. He's like my, he's my stallion, like. So he's nursing his wounds and telling the story to everyone that will listen while four more sad souls attempt to enter the dungeon. All right. And these four sad souls are Rifle Sama, Avery Gray, Teen Sensation, Ashley Fask, and Old Tommy C. All right. So you enter. All right. And the first thing that you see is the moon on the horizon just past through a window on the side of the foyer and a light hits one of the sigils okay and the others they all start to glow green and like the room starts to rumble as the four corpses stand to their feet shit i was gonna say can i crush their heads before they start doing that damn it well they stand up they stand up they turn to you and they kneel (gasps) Oh my god. Um, and I say, uh, what is the meaning uh, Rifle Sama stands and he was a farmer carrying a hen says, what is the meaning of your, what's the meaning of your needling? They all sort of um, start like intoning. They begin to chant in this otherworldly way with more lucidity than a corpse that has just stood up to be able to talk. And they just start reciting. To bring a zombie to your side, give taste of grave that's been denied, and then they kneel again. Oh, shit. 
did I actually do something correct? Yeah. Yeah, you okay. did. I get, I think, oh, what was it? Do I know or is it a part of the mystery? Uh, yeah, you know, you, you actually, I'll, I'll say, you know, you, you gave them a taste of grave that's been denied. You put, you put grave dirt. I fucking buried them. You put grave dirt on them and gave them a taste of the grave that they'd been denied. And therefore now they are in your service. Because you successfully right. remembered that dwarven, uh, nursery rhyme. Hell yes. And I got pets. All right. So how many there are there? Three. three? All right, so uh, are the, can I if I put my ear to the orc door again? I say they're still back there. Um, or do they like they move? They're the gone. They're There's in. just silence behind that door. Hmm. I'm gonna go in there. Okay, you push the stone stone door, and it takes all the effort of all four of you combined. But you get move it. It is a a long hallway, about sixty feet, and it heads south. There's an okay. open doorway at the end to a room. There's a okay. uh, about fifty feet down. There's a doorway to the west. All right, I'm. The first one, the first part was the direction. What way? South, it goes south. Said? It goes south about sixty feet. At about fifty feet, there's a doorway to the west, and then there's an open doorway, like an open passage, at the end of the hallway. All right, I, I'm going to send my precious zomboys uh, down the open hallway. Okay. Like I'm going to like march like Ashley Fask. He's going to be like, hey, kids, like, why don't you go down that open hallway? Okay. So. Really smooth legs. They, like, shamble. They shamble down the hallway. And they stand. You see them standing in the um, the passageway. Whatever that's called. That's open. I don't remember what the term is. Yeah. They, they're standing in the open doorway. <laughs> and they're just looking around. And they turn back to you, awaiting your next command. But seemingly nothing is nothing has happened when they walked into that room. What do you see? They all just like shrug. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I keep going. I keep pushing them onward. Okay, I whip so, them a little bit. I give them a little kick in the okay, butt. Okay, so so you walk into the room to the south. Uh they're still leading. They're still they're on point. But yes, yeah, they're on point. Yeah. Okay. But you, but you do walk into the room. Yes, a, a, a band of peasants. A, by the way, this is three farmers and Ashley Fassig is a halfling vagrant. Just to set the scene here, there's a hen, a goose, and a mule accompanying the three All farmers. Trotting. Just, yeah. Can I, say that? I forgot there was a bunch of animals. Yes! Are you kidding me? Tommy C, I'm going to say, is mounted on the mule with his pitchfork like a spear. Like So he's like a knight. He is mounted his mule. And his mule's name... His mule's name is Mortimer the Mule. <laughs> I forgot they had animals. Hell yes, they have animals. I have a hen and a goose. <laughs> so so I want to set the scene. Okay. Three zombies. <laughs> a man riding a mule. Well, what's the marching order? <laughs> okay. So I'm going to say that it's zombies followed by Ashley Fask, Halfling, Vagrant, and Teen Sensation. So he's creeping behind he's them. He's behind them, like looking over their shoulder. Like, you know, he's 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 a halfling vagrant. He's he's living in the streets. He knows his sure, shit. Sure, sure, sure. The then followed by Avery Gray, the farmer, who's carrying a goose, but Avery Gray has her hand over the goose's mouth, like shh. And Rifle Sama has his hen. He's a farmer as well. He's taken up the rear. Okay. Oh no, and Tommy, then I guess Tommy C. And then Tommy C's on his mule in the back. <laughs> yeah. So one by one, this motley crew walks in. And so 
you the first thing you see is a doorway a doorway and some like boxes knocked over that leads back to the meat hall where you were before and that's in the okay, south I go back and, I, that's in the southwest I'd love to corner. go back into the meat hall okay all right meat hall well oh, let me describe okay. the room first that you're in oh sorry, sorry. that was the so the meat hall is next door this is the mm-hmm. pantry that is connected to the meat hall Okay. So there are shelves lined like the pantry is still clearly in use, even if like everything else seems like ra- seems like ravaged. Okay. So there's just hmm. like stack racks of food and things. Can pots I investigate and for, stuff. Like, anything uh, like out of the ordinary magically not detect magic wise, but like uh the farmers I think would know that something is not food. Okay. Make me um yeah, make me some rolls. Um okay. so there are th- two farmers or three? Make me six rolls and take the highest result. Damn. All right. Rifle Sam has got a plus two. This is int? Yeah. Let's do it. Six rolls. Um, I can just do two of them at a plus two, the rest at whatever their bonuses are. All right. All right. So, wow. I got a Rifle Sam. I got a 21. Okay. So, yeah. So, what you find is that there's nothing magical in the room. There's nothing magical and nothing of a particular, like, um, Nothing of a particular, like, value. I don't want to say value. There's a lot of, like, finely made dwarven cuisines, like, fancy breads and things. I think so, Tommy C's really into that. Yeah, okay. And I think Mortimer, Mortimer kneels down and takes a nice chomp. So, yeah. So, you guys, I load up your bags with, like, gourmet cakes and things. Yeah. Baguettes farmers, and man. stuff like that. Yeah. Ask the fast his fucking trade good is a begging bowl, Jeff. <laughs> That bowl is full of like dwarven sausage. Yeah, exactly. So you now go back into the meat hall. Yeah. It is now empty. What? Yeah. Shit. Well, fuck me. Oh god. Um All right. Um do I hear anything, see anything, anyone, you know? Make me a Intelligence check with your character, the highest uh, intelligence that you've got. All right, Rufflesama, do me right, 15. Okay, you hear, back the way you came up that hallway? Yeah. You know that doorway to the west? Yeah. As you were, like, filling up your bags with bread and stuff? (laughs) Stupid shit, yeah, I was doing the dumbest thing. You heard, like, echoing moans and shuffling and things down that hallway. Okay, and also let it be known that I did feed the zomboys. I gave them nibbles because, like, sure, I mean, they got I'm, some sausage. Yeah, Ashley Fask is a generous god. They ate, but they ate as though somebody that doesn't quite know how to eat. Just like pushing it into their face, <laughs> and if they do manage to yeah. get it in their mouth, it just like falls right out of one of their holes. Yeah, exactly. And Mortimer the mule just goes. <laughs> I'm assuming that's what a mule makes. I don't want to say yeah. hee haw because that's just that's just basic. Anyway, yeah. So that's um. So that so the room is now empty, other than the stairs leading downward. Like there's you're not hearing anything, but you hear coming back, coming to the west. You hear moaning and shuffling. All right, we all right. I'm going to go down the stairs, but uh, okay. the zombies are now going to take rear. Okay. All right. Yeah, in front is definitely Tommy C. So a okay. mule, can I say a mule is going downstairs. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's 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 a thing that happens. Okay. Let me do some rolls real quick. Oh, come on. 
Nothing bad. I'm just, <laughs> I want to see exactly what's in the room. You triggered poison gas. <laughs> well, it's not rule anything out just yet. Okay. <laughs> it might happen. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Okay. So you, you come down the stairs, you walk into a large uh, rectangular room about 70 feet long, 30 feet wide. Okay. In the middle, there is a bubbling uh, spring. Okay. I am going to... Uh, okay. Hmm. Well, now let me make a few more rolls and figure some stuff out. Okay. I feel like some jelly monster is going to encase someone if they get close to it. I got some sweet dungeon tables that I'm rolling on. This is exciting. Oh, hell yes. And... Okay. So there is... This, yeah, there's a spring. Um, you look at it, and your your suspicions are confirmed. Okay, I, I don't want to get too close, first of all. Sure, sure, sure. I say that- you see it from across the room, you see, like, splashing and, like, a tentacle or two, like, hops up. Like, there's something in the water. You can see okay. it from a distance. So, I... Um, so it's in the middle of a rectangular room. Yeah, it's just it's like this. It's it's like a um, it's like a uh, b- 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 what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for? Um, bathhouse. It's like a um. You can you look around the room and you can see a lot of like mining equipment. This is clearly the like this level. This floor is clearly like the mines, and this is like the central like okay. work chamber that's been built around this spring, both as a way for them to get water right. and for them to like like wash off gems and things but something has yes. been put into this water. water gotcha all right so what i'm going to do because you know so tommy c is going to okay. dismount from uh mortimer the mule and he is going to slap its butt and send it on its way past the pool on the right okay. hand side um you're gonna say, "Do me right, Mortimer. Do me right." Yeah, it's immediately just grabbed by a tentacle <laughs> and like dragged into the water. But, but it then like the tentacles then like stay down for a, an extended period of time, presumably as it like mauls okay. and eats this donkey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna say the four of them make a fucking the seven of them make a break for it. Okay. Make me a They're gonna hug the wall. They're make, gonna hug the wall. Like try to keep Make me a dexterity. I'm gonna say roll twice, take the higher result, because you're hugging the wall. You've described some good tactics. Okay. Uh you wanna I beat a twelve. That was busy eating a donkey. Yeah, yeah, you are, but you don't want to attract its attention and make it think there's more food. Okay. All right. Let's that's why that. I'm letting that's another reason I'm letting you roll twice and take the higher result. So we're basically moving silently. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Come on. Oh, 16. Okay. Yeah, you succeed. The first one was a two. <laughs> you passed by it. Yes! So, there oh. are two do- There are three doors. There are open passageways to the north and west. And then there's a doorway to the south. There's always a doorway to the fucking south. All right. Um, right. I'm going to go in the doorway okay. to the south. But I wanna, I wanna do, I wanna do my thing. I wanna Scooby Doo this shit. Okay. They put their ear to the yeah. door. Okay. Tommy C is very upset. I can imagine. Way. Yeah, he like cannot stop crying. 
And he's like, he's he's talking and blabbering a lot to the zombies. Like, and he, I got him when he was just a calf, and and he was my favorite. And the zombies are just yeah. so they're scratching against the door, and like pounding. <laughs> okay, to the door to the south. That's what you I hear. Yeah. All right. I am not going to go that way. Um. Well, you said there was to the west and north. Yeah. Let's head. And you said they're open door. They're open passageway. Yeah. Right? I'm going to send the zomboys through them. I'm going to put uh, one zomboy in the front and two in the rear. To the west or north? To the west. Okay. You come upon a, a hallway about, about 90 feet long, 10 feet wide. It curves off to the west on both sides. There's a doorway on the far end to the south. On the walls, you can see that this is clearly like... Like I said, this is clearly the mines. Yeah. So, like, the walls are pockmarked with pickaxe marks. Like, this is clearly the area of the mines where they're literally hitting things with picks. Okay, I want uh, Ashley Fast, Halfling Vagrant. I think he... mm, So, I guess intelligence would be... I want them to see if there's any, like, poison fumes or anything, like it's a mine. Okay. So, Rifle Samo is smart as shit. Sure, make me that roll. Roll twice. 14. Okay. Um, yeah, it's fine. Okay, we're all, It's a mine. Right. I mean, it smells. It smells like death. It smells like death, but there's nothing poisonous. Okay. So I, I continue down. There's two zomboys in the... One in the front, two in the back. Okay. Are you going north or south? Um, let's head north. Okay. There are two... It breaks to the west in two separate points. There are effectively two, um, two tunnels to the west. You follow... Either one you follow, you find, like, a similar tunnel... It's sort of a circle. Okay. Like, and it's been being, like, hollowed out on both sides. So there's a series of tunnels. Um, you Okay, so what you find is there's a doorway to the north at the far end of this um, tunnel. All right. I'm heading through. Okay. Still one front, two in the back, Zomboys, and... Avery Gray's got that goose clutched tight, and Rifle Sama kind of holds the hen over his head like he's ready to throw it. Okay. <laughs> what you find is almost, yeah. What you find is almost a, like, filing cabinet, so to speak. Okay. Or like a, like a room full of cabinets, so to speak. Like records, mining reports, that kind of thing. So it's like an office. Yeah. There's something inside. Let me roll exactly for what it is. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I know exactly what it is. Um, Now, do the animals pick up on anything in here? Like, do they, like, I got a goose and a hen, and I gotta say, a goose is a pretty perceptive animal. Roll me an intelligence check with two. (laughs) As you're, like, moving towards this room. Okay. You said intelligence check? Yeah. Okay. I got an 11. Okay. They start freaking out the moment you, like, come towards this room. Oh, shit. You open the door, and you're greeted by an elderly dwarf in much nicer robes than the ones that you saw earlier. Okay. He turns and looks at you, and, like, he's looking through these files and, like, scrolls and things, and he looks up at you. You're not supposed to be here. Um, I'm I'm sorry, hold on, let me, I gotta get in character real quick, and he starts, like, brushing his face. He starts like waving, waving, blowing, like waving wind on his face, and he's like, "Hold on, hold on." He does like a stretch. B. 
Behold the wizard Zorthak. <gasps> oh, shit. How, how was that? Was that good? Was that like a good? Did I get you? Uh, Tommy C says it, it wasn't bad. It, it could have been better. All right. Well, I'm going to murder you and turn you into zombies now. So oh, just, it's all good. <laughs> all right. Uh, Avery Gray releases Mochi the Goose and it's time for battle. Yes, yes, it is. Hell yeah, let's go. Because I, th- I still got three zomboys. Don't forget. All right. Party of seven. Let's go. Let me write down his stats right quick. Yeah, let me roll some uh, inities. All right. Fosama is not swift. Oh, Christ. All right. It's not good. Well, Avery, she's got a... It's not good at all. Teen Sensation Ashley Fask. We got. It's not good at all. What the flipping fuck? Tommy C though. Fucking. Ugh. Hey, there we go. And now, what is the uh, what's dexterity of Zomboys? I'm assuming minus God knows what. Minus one. Right. Minus yeah, minus one. Okay. So Tommy C got a fit. My highest numbers are. Uh, we'll call them Zomboy one. Zomboy 2, or, uh, no, just give them names. Why don't we just give them names? Wouldn't that be easier? Yeah. All right, so their names are, um, Blurg. Blurg? Uh. What does, what does Blurg have? Blurg, oh, they're, like, armed. Oh. I mean, like, what is, like, give me, give me their, give me all of your initiatives in order from highest to lowest, so I can write them down here. Okay, so Tommy C got a 15. Blurg got a 14. Um, Candice got a nine, but so did Ashley Fask. Okay. Then Avery Gray is a seven. You said Patches, you said Can- Patches, you said Candice got a nine. Ashley got a nine. Yes, Avery Gray is a seven. Avery's got a seven. Patches rolled a mighty five. Patches the Zomboy. Okay. And Rifle Sama got a zero. All right. <laughs> so Tommy goes first. All right. Sorthak is crackling with arcane energies as he is now tapping into his inner demon. God, are you serious? All right. Um, the mad necromancer Zorthak. Okay, so um, this room. So it's just full of scrolls and filing cabinets and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like um, like an account. It was like a, an administrative room mm-hmm. that he's taken up as his, like, scroll storing room. All right, so Tommy C., I'm going to throw the bones on this one, and I'm going okay. to try to go into a file cabinet and read a scroll. Okay, make me an okay. intelligence roll. All right, Can you justify rolling twice or not? Um, Tommy C. heard the tale of Wild, Wild the Powerful and his... Get out, get out of here with that. You roll his, once. <laughs> damn it. Yeah, no, it was a very terrible justification. All right, that's not bad. 16. Um, I'm going to say he finds a scroll. Yeah. Um, he reads it. It, um, let me find out exactly what it does. Oh, God. It's gonna be like, his penis boils. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. No, that's not. <laughs> I want to remind you that every single party member smells like delicious dwarven food. Oh, yeah, for sure. That may, that, that may charm. Sorry, is it Zarthak? Zorthak. Zorthak, the necromancer. Oh, God. Oh, God, you cast he's... fireball. <laughs> oh god it fills his entire room with fire oh god <laughs> what do i roll for damage everyone rolls a reflex save 
Holy shit, no! All of them are so bad at that. Alright, Rifle Sama. Everyone rolls oh. a re- Okay, everyone takes three damage. Oh They have to my. save to save to resist taking six. Holy shit balls! Alright, Rifle Sama's down for the count. He's at negative one. So wait, can we just can we talk about how Tommy C might shoot fireball before this happens? Yeah, yeah. Like how this can you describe how the fuck this happened? So he grabs he just grabs the first scroll he can find. He unfurls it. Zorthak sees the scroll and yells, Don't do that and by then he has like read the incantation on it. Yeah. And the like a flame erupts from the scroll that just fills the room, and in a flash, it is just smoldering metal and burning scroll paper, and everyone is burning. No one can tell what's going on. Zorthax rose. Is Tommy C burning? Everyone is burning. Oh no! Zorthax burning. He's still up, but he's burning. <laughs> All right, so that was a pretty successful roll. Any of them, are any of your people still alive? Um, Avery Gray is still kicking. Uh, Ashley Fask and Rifle Sama are down. Tommy C is still up. Um, Patches is down. Whoa, Patches, no. Um, Patches is down. Uh, Blurg is also down. Shit, Candace, not Candace too. Candace, um... Candace is also down. Shit! My zomboys and girl. All burned. My zombies. Shit. So Zorthak is like, his skin is burned. He has no beard or eyebrows or hair left. Right. And he's like, you have disgraced me. You know how dwarven <laughs> beards work. Uh, I guess Tommy uh, Avery Gray kind of is like, yeah, I guess so. Zorthak. <laughs> right. Uh, conjures magical lightning and like opens fire on Tommy C. (laughs) Oh shit. Good. Is it good in my favor, Jeff? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. Hey, I might resist it. His stamina is pretty fucking high. Oh no, this was an attack and he rolled a 17. He got a 22 on attack. Well, Tommy C's armor class is actually 22, so... <laughs> well, then it still hits. You need 23. <laughs> God damn it. He takes 12 damage. All right, All right so... Tommy C, I... I'm pretty sure he's not going to survive with his one health that's left. <laughs> he's Tommy C is flat out dead. He's not even dying. He took 12 damage. It's just literally like there's a flash and there's just boots. <laughs> There's not right, even anything left to mourn. Okay, well, I will say, in this scenario, did Rifle Sama's or Avery Gray's hen survive? A hen and a goose. Did the pets um, survive? No. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, this is this the worst. All right, so it's Avery Gray's turn. Yep. Is Ashley Fask dead? Oh, Ashley Fask is a zero. Okay. Yeah. Zero. Rifle Sama alive? Nope. He's in minus one. All right, then it's one on one. <laughs> All right, Avery Gray. So Avery Gray is just gonna how 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 hurt Zarthak right now? How does he look? Like, he he's looks just burnt. He's pretty badly burnt. I mean, he is struggling to stand. It took a lot of his energy to like fire off that attack. 
So is he looking at Tommy C? Like, is this an, uh, a kind of sneak attack opportunity, or is this just... make me make me a stealth roll? Oh, and I'll give perfect. you I'll give you advantage for that because shit has gone down. Yeah, things have gone badly. All right, I got a fourteen. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's a success. Uh, so roll tw- roll twice in an attack. Take the higher result. All right. So Avery Gray is going to climb up on top of a filing cabinet and position her pitchfork like a spear. Okay. Just right down on his fucking neck. Well, in that All case, right, so I'm s- not even going to ask you to roll. That's going to be a saving throw on his part. Why? Because you snuck around him and you're like just shoving a thing. So it's going to be it's on him to dodge it more than it's on for you to hit him. Okay. Um. D ten. This is. I should have just attacked. <laughs> no, no, you actually did really well. You hit him for four. <gasps> Avery his, plunges it into his neck and goes. This one's for leg. mochi. The thing falls over on his leg and it like crushes his leg. And he's like, filing <laughs> cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, he can't stand up now, but he's like, not happy. Am I like I'm still behind him though, right? So he can't. So he's pinned. Yeah. So he like he like rips his leg out of the socket. Fuck. Just to like look at you, but that's his turn. Oh shit! So you've got one last shot. All right, Avery Gray. What do I want to do? I know I want to. I gotta finish this motherfucker off right here, right now. Let's go. She's just gonna plunge this shit right into it. Okay. Him. Give him the old pokey. Okay. Let's go. Oh, a 19. You're oh, gonna... my God. 18 plus one. Avery fucking hustle cat gray. You stab him. You're, you stab him with the trident. He dies. You have filled back the necromancer. Oh, my God. Avery gray. You survived and killed a fucking wizard. Now she just has to get out of the dungeon. <laughs> Okay, perfect. Okay, Zorthak, tell me about what he's wearing. He is wearing um, tattered robes. <laughs> like they crumble to ash in your hand. Okay, what about like a weapon? He has um, he has no weapon because he was just using his hands to shoot lightning. Um, okay. But he does have a really beautiful amulet. Oh, let I'm me tell you. Definitely pocket that. Let me tell you about this amulet. Is it a fast travel amulet that teleports me to the beginning of any dungeon? <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> Damn it. Avery Gray, bloodthirsty as fuck. <sighs> can I heal? Like, can I take a short rest? Like, shut the lock the door and sleep? Um, you I gotta can. Stay, I want to stabilize my people. Like, I got. I don't know. I kind of want to. Like, I, they can't wake up, right? I can't like heal them like that. Uh, well, Tommy C is is boot is ashen boots. Oh, Tommy C is <laughs> ashen boots. <laughs> He is wearing, so Zorthag is wearing a beautiful anklet, Ooh. like an ankle chain. <laughs> nice. Is it is it made of puka shell? <laughs> it is plated with silver. Ooh. No, it is plated with yeah, it's plated with silver, and it is adorned with purple garnet gemstones. <laughs> All right, I, that's my favorite color. I'm gonna take that off his bloodied ankle and just clip it on. Yeah, it is extreme. It is extremely rare and valuable. You've actually heard tales. This is the this is the the heart of Dunehaven. 
Oh my. All right. So I want Avery to get out. Okay. I went quite a way to get to this point. That's the problem. Is like I'm deep in the belly of the whale right now. Yeah. Unless I find some like elevator. Is there an elevator? There's not an elevator. All right. I'm going to do a th- more thorough investigation of this room. Okay. Uh, make me an intelligence. Roll you twice because pause. you have time. But you yeah, hear shuffling. Nothing. You do hear shuffling coming from down the various hallways I, of this. Are you shitting me? 16. Oh. Okay. Um, what you find. Scroll of teleport. Scroll of teleport. Scroll of teleport. Let me see what you find. Oh, God. You find some scrolls. You find four scrolls. See what they do. Come on, Avery. Come on, girl. Come on, see Avery. what they do. I'd like it make it canon, by the way, that this is my Avery Gray and not a general statement on Avery Gray. Just for the hustle cat canon. Calling forth the able servant. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I've got to roll all the spells to see what you get. Oh, okay. I don't cast them right away, right? Sure. I'm just no, like, no, identifying. No. Like, like Deckard Kane is, I put them, I gave him the Deckard, and he's like, oh, this is, this is Summon Servant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. One more. Ooh, okay. I think that she gets out. Because <laughs> she finds some wicked spells. Okay. Calling forth the able servant. It summons a spirit that is powerful and strong as an ogre. What? It's like an unseen servant that that is as pow- that is supremely strong and terrifying. So it can like carry me out like an officer and a gentleman. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> or like punch through the ceiling? That that's too much, right? Well, you also have the golden pick of the miner which destroys walls. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Yeah, she gets out. Because she also Hell. summons an army of clay soldiers. <laughs> she finds some fucking spells in here. I mean, let it be known that Avery Gray is very good at wizardry. Becomes a wizard when she levels up, which she definitely just did. Oh, has to become a wizard now. Holy so fuck. So of the eight people that went into the dungeon... Two of them emerge. A noble Ugh. fighter in the Bamparino. <laughs> and a noble wizard. And a, and a cunning wizard in Avery Gray. God damn. They go back and life is not great in Etzel Fritz. But for a time, with the money generated from the heart of Dunhaven, it is okay. Oh my god. And that's Dungeon Crawl Classics. Fucking did it. I can't believe it. And that's game. Holy shit. That was incredibly successful. That was successful. I I was very impressed with that. God, that was really hard. I had to sacrifice everything. (laughs) You had to sacrifice, what, seven, six people, a donkey, (laughs) two two birds, three (laughs) zombies. I I took so much off for Avery and Bam. Over two Two. So he was like the final boss? Yeah. Holy shit. And I just stumbled upon him? Yeah. What? Holy shit. What about the other four people? They're just like, oh well. Guess I'll go back to being a wizard's apprentice, a baker, a dwarven herder, and a grave digger. Yeah, yeah. He goes back and he digs graves. Fuck. That's what happens to him. Alright. Holy shit. And Banferino now, we got a fighter and a fucking wizard. Yeah. Oh my god. 
That was very successful. Oh, that was fun. Goddamn right it was fun. That was great. Now they must be saved for future games. Yes. Ban- the Tales of Avery Gray and fucking Bamferino. Oh. Aaron, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, no problem, Jeff. It was mine. Where, where can people find you on the social media? Oh, God. Uh, you can find me at... Let me actually find my other Twitter, Jeff. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to make that one a thing. Um. Oh, just at Aaron underscore Catano at Twitter. Aaron Catano, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um. With all, and if there's nothing else, I'm gonna throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up the show. Take it, future me. Thanks, past me, and thanks again to Aaron for coming on the show. That was a blast. I loved that. If you'd like to hire Aaron for your singing and voice acting needs, which you should because he's amazing, he can be reached at AaronCatano2 at gmail.com. He can also be followed on Twitter at Aaron underscore Catano. And I, uh, as a side note, I'd like to add, Avery Gray and the Bamferino will return. Party of One is produced by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. This episode edited by Jeff Stormer. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. If you're interested in coming onto the show, shoot me an email at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. I'm always looking for cool new people to play cool new games with. Until next time, party people, thanks for listening, and remember, every gambler knows the secret to surviving is knowing what to throw away and knowing what to keep. Because every hand's a winner, and every hand's a loser, and the best that you can hope for is to die in your sleep. <laughs>